Hey everyone, welcome to the Delta Flyers with Tom and Harry as we journey through episodes of Star Trek Voyager. Your two hosts along this journey are myself, Garrett Wong, and my co-host, Mr. Robert Duncan McNeil. Tonight Show theme. Yeah, not everyone knows that, right? It's, yeah, because that's not it, they don't do that anymore. That was the old Johnny Carson version. The new one doesn't have that background music. I don't know what? if they have that song. You know, I, mm. I, you know, I'm an older gentleman these days, Gary. You... <laughs> so I don't stay up for the Tonight Show. <laughs> do you remember Johnny, Ethan Phillips, and I? Yeah. So Neelix and myself, while yeah. filming Voyager, we would do our dueling. Johnny Carson's. Oh yes, you did. That's you remember right. that. I yeah. remember that. Yes, because, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Because one of the things that Johnny Carson would always say, he would say, "I did not know that." When he was talking to Ed, That's you know. Right. And so I would walk up to to Ethan Phillips and I would say, uh, uh, "I did not know that." And so he would do his version, and he would go, "I did not know that." And so we would go back and forth and. <laughs> And you are dueling Johnny Carson. Uh, Mine just kind of sounded like Casey Kasem a little bit, but that's okay. Um, it's good. You know. It was good. I, I heard it. I okay, heard good. exactly who it was. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. I've been adjusting my microphone. Uh-huh. So I'm hoping that that I have better sound. I've been yeah. told by the uh, technical engineering department of the Delta Flyers <laughs> that my, uh, my sound has been a little uh, lacking in quality. So oh. I'm hoping... For those of you out there listening to this, that the mm. quality is better. Speaking of technical things, uh, we've switched sides. Do you want to explain that, Karen? Yeah. Okay. So depending on who sends the, the Zoom invite, um, that person is always going to be on one side of the screen. And typically, Robbie has always sent me the Zoom invite. But now that he's in Salt Lake, uh, sorry, in the Utah area, uh, he has... Um, not the best internet service right yes, now. Yes, I'm kind of in a yeah. rural place that that doesn't have great internet. Yeah. So we're 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 depending on you, Garrett, to come yes. through with the fast internet. Right. You're the one hosting. So right. we switch sides. Yeah. It's so, it's basically uh, a matter of making the upload um, reasonable because if Robbie tried to upload this, it would literally take probably five days to upload yeah, this. It's uh, really my internet. <laughs> it's so recording. Slow. I think I'm going to go to the, I don't know if I mentioned this to you. You mentioned Tesla, right? You mentioned the Tesla has some type of internet. They're launching satellites through with SpaceX, I guess, and the, all these rockets they're sending up uh-huh. and they're creating their own satellite based internet. If you're in a rural situation where you don't have great internet, yeah. you can have very high quality internet. But I also read yesterday that Amazon is now launching their version of this internet. Wow. So they're going to have satellites so you can get your internet through Amazon soon. And that will be satellite based as well. So uh, has the Tesla uh, option been rolled out already or is that still in the out, but it's kind of in a beta form, beta beta, beta testing form. Yeah. Yeah. So you can buy the equipment and you can get the service if you qualify for their beta testing or whatever, which Mm -hmm. we did. Yeah. So I'm thinking about doing it. Most of all, don't get confused because we're on different sides for those yes. watching the video. Yes. You may think that Garrett is me and I am Garrett, <laughs> but that is not the case. We are still different Even though, people. Yeah, we wear the same hat, but yeah, we have the same hat people. on right now. <laughs> There's a lot of things that could confuse you, um, but we are still different people, even though we switch sides. <laughs> 
Yes. Um, so please don't be uh, alarmed. <laughs> there's no. there's there's nothing to worry about. There has not been body swapping. No. Switching. There's no body snatching going on mm-hmm. here. It's just we switch sides. Although every now and then I should just break into a quick yes, ma'am. Like I'm that, like I'm. That so- would really confuse people. Yes, it would. It yes. Would. Maybe I shouldn't do that. Yeah. Do you have a go-to impersonation of any? celebrity in your life when you were younger so. did you impersonate no. anybody no I was cartoon never character nothing no okay your no. sister can you impersonate your sister no no I, I don't i wish i i just never have done impersonations i know i wish yes, i did you, well you I did think when one I was, when Robbie. I was very young i did this i did the uh carry mccluggage sling, oh i did carry mccluggage yeah for the, and uh, the sling blade yes the paramount thing i did sling blade yeah, too. it's not it's not my comfort zone. I'll tell you, actually, now that you bring this up, yeah. When I was young, I remember um and young, like six or seven years old, yes. a friend of mine did a Daffy Duck impersonation, you know, like yeah, whatever that yeah. thing. And I remember yeah. I was so impressed and I tried to do it, yeah, and I was horrible. And everybody made fun of me when I did it. And so oh. I didn't do it anymore. I was like, Oh, I can't do the Daffy Duck. And I would practice, I would try to practice at home mm. and I couldn't, I couldn't, it was bad. And so I was like, I'm not going to do that then. I'm not going to, I don't want people to make fun of me. So I think I have a, a bit of a block about it. You do have a block. You had a traumatic childhood experience. So the minute time machines are invented, I'm yes. going to go back in time and I'm just going to like push that kid and knock him to the yes. And, and yeah, and then run away. So yes. there uh, is a syndrome known as traumatic impersonation syndrome. <laughs> Well, the thing is, you, T-I-S. You, but you will acknowledge this. Uh, there's a lot of actors, because we're actors, that have a pocket go-to impersonation. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes absolutely. It's an actor thing. But now I know the truth of the matter. As a child, that Daffy Duck friend, the, the friend that could yeah. impersonate Daffy Duck, Daffy Duck, made you also try to do that. And when yeah. you got laughed at, it was game over for you. Yep. You said, yep. never again. Never okay. again. Well, my goal is... To pull to that out of you, my, yeah, my duck impersonation. I, I want to. Well, not only yeah, okay. just you don't have to do the duck. Obviously, that's a short, sore subject with you. Let's just yes, pick something it's else. Very tender. I have TIS around. Yes, that. let's pick Elmer Fudd. Let's pick any other cartoon character okay. or anyone else. Okay? okay, find one. Thank you. Okay, I'll work on that. Homework. All right. So this week's episode. Yes. Alter ego. Alter ego. Interesting. Yeah. Alter ego. Alter- yeah, so let's um, let's go watch All this, right. okay? And uh, we'll come back and tell everyone what we think of this. Thank you, Patreon patrons, for being our patrons. Please stay tuned for your bonus segment. What do we remember? All right, guys, we are back from watching Alter Ego. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was filled with lots of alter ego. egos. <laughs> um yeah i i enjoyed it yeah i enjoyed it yeah okay Okay. i really really did all right um let's start off with our poetry synopsis let's go with the haiku Uh, first like haiku first here we go uh synopsis for alter ego go in haiku form here we go harry is in love she has her eyes on tuvok a stalker from space She has her eyes on Tuvok. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Harry is in love. She has her eyes oh, on Tuvok. Oh, nice. A stalker in space. 
I like you. A, stalk, a stalker, in, stalker space in space would be another title for Alter Ego. It could be Stalker yeah. in Space. Okay. And here is my limerick for Alter Ego. Okay. A nebula full of mystery and beauty. An ensign preoccupied with love so moody. Tuvok to Harry meditate retreat. Only with Tuvok, Morena feels complete. Loneliness is real, so go forth and be happy. <laughs> wow, you get a lot into that limerick. I squeezed a lot in. You squeezed a lot in. That was a lot of limerick words there. It's very poetic, too. Yes. It was more of a poetic limerick than a regular yes. limerick, I think. So there you go. Well, I love it. Good <laughs> synopsis. Why, thank you so much. Alter Ego is written by Joe Minoski. Directed by Robert Picardo, his directorial I can't debut. I <laughs> didn't remember that. I know. <laughs> at, at first, I was like, because it was it was very interesting directing. Like there was a lot of shots that were. I noticed that before the credits came up, I was like, mm. "Oh God, who directed this?" Because there's yeah. some really interesting stuff right. already. Yeah. So uh, I can't believe I forgot he yeah. when he directed. <laughs> He directed two episodes, I think, for I don't, us. Didn't I don't think so. I think he just did one. I think he did this one and it was one and done. He, oh, just, okay. he just realized the amount of time you had to put in as a director was just too much. I couldn't remember. <laughs> I, are you sure? I think he directed another one. Really? Okay. I think so. Okay. Maybe. I do. Maybe. Um, I feel yeah. like you were the only one that directed multiple Trek episodes. I felt like, uh, other than. Well, Roxanne, right? Didn't she do? She only did one for oh, she only did us, one for Voyager. Then she okay. did a ton of Enterprise. She was right. like probably their busiest director. She okay. Did a lot of those. Okay. Gotcha. Um, Alter so we, Ego. Yeah. yeah. So we start off on the bridge and we are investigating an inversion nebula. Never seen before in the Alpha Quadrant. Very unstable. Supposed to burn out in a few years, but this one appears to be centuries old. Um, but right off the bat, we see Harry is very, very preoccupied. You know, he's just off in another world. Um, and that, interesting that everyone sort of pokes fun a little bit of at Tuvok in this beginning yes. scene where, where you and, and Chakotay and Janeway kind of share Everybody a look. Give her yeah, a look. Yeah. Well, Janeway even has a line that I felt like, oh, this is a, such a foreshadowing. She says, beauty, and they're, they're looking at this beautiful nebula, mm -hmm. just they, they've never seen this in the Alpha Quadrant. Mm -hmm. um, they even say something like this kind of inversion nebula doesn't last long because it mm -hmm. burns itself out. Correct. You know, it mm -hmm. eats itself, right? Right. So she's looking at this beauty. It's so gorgeous. And she says, beauty and mystery, mm -hmm. a tantalizing combination. Yeah. Sort of looks at everybody. And, that's, <laughs> that, and then there's a cut to Tuvok kind of. He says something about, you know, yeah. I, I can't relate to your feelings about beauty or something. Mm -hmm. But I knew immediately with that that line and the way that it was cut, it's like, yeah. oh, this is going to be about Vulcan feelings. And uh, <laughs> yeah, anyway. Yeah, and you you were right on the money on that. Um, and Harry is distracted in the very first scene. And in the next scene, we see Harry show up in Tuvok's quarters. Yeah. And uh, Tuvok is playing Calto. Mm -hmm. And I loved Tuvok's line in this scene. Harry says, you know, something about Kalto is really hard, right? And yeah. Tuvok says, Kalto is to chess as chess is to tic-tac-toe. Tic -tac <laughs> <laughs> love it. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's funny. When I, when I heard that line, I just, I always think about 
my first trip to Tokyo, Japan, and riding the subway in Tokyo compared yeah. to riding the subway in Manhattan. Right. And I always tell people, I say the Manhattan, the New York subway system is like grade school. The Tokyo sub subway system is like getting a PhD. So it, wow. it's, it's such, oh, it's so, so complex. complex. Yeah. Because if you wow. imagine a subway system that has multiple levels, it's like multiple levels of subway. So it wow. wasn't just one level, but multiple. And also on certain levels, you can find an entire mall with like high-end stores like, oh, there's Ferragamo and there's Fendi. And it's like inside the subway. Wow, station. the subway station. Wow. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And I got lost for an hour in the subway. I couldn't find where I was going, me and two friends. And after an hour, we just kind of just, we just sat down against the wall. We were so lost. <laughs> these two Japanese girls that spoke English came up and they said, you guys American? We're like, yes. <laughs> you guys are lost? We go, yes. And so they told us how to get out of there. It was that's funny. Crazy. Yeah. Well, that's how, you know, sitting down in the, in the Tokyo subway is like how Harry felt when he walks into Tuvok's quarters yes. and he says to Tuvok, you know what? I'm in love mm -hmm. and I don't want to be in love. Yeah. And it's Morena, this holodeck character. Yeah. And Tuvok again, I love some of the lines in this episode. <laughs> oh, they're Tuvok great. says, you're in love with a computer subroutine? <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that in too. Great uh, no. line. Great Did you line. notice? It sounds like I have a cold. It sounds like I have a cold this entire episode. I, I it just does. Have a you, very you, yeah, you sounded nasally. very sort of. Yeah. Yeah, low energy. Low and, energy. That, that all worked for this episode really yeah. well. Yeah. Clearly, he was distracted and his mind yeah. was elsewhere. And, and, and it was. I, I was very off distracted. his game. Yeah, 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 definitely off my game. And my hair, very James Deanish, Rebel Without a Cause. Very James Deanish. I noticed your makeup looked a little different too. Yes. Around your eyes. I don't, yes. it almost looked like you had eyeshadow. Yeah. Or different. I don't know. I yeah, don't know. something something was different. I, I I can't put a finger on it either. But yeah, I do I do uh, I do see that. Okay, so now we're in the corridor uh, after the uh, the request to Tuvok that that I yeah, help, help help me help, help me, me over, help me get over this. I'm in love with this computer subroutine. Mm -hmm. We have our opening credits, and then right. uh, that's when I realized that Bob Picardo had directed this episode. Yeah. I, Sandra Nelson is the guest star mm -hmm. playing Morena in this episode. Yeah. Um, um, I, I completely thought that Bob's episode came in season four. I didn't think it was even in the season. Yeah. So yeah. there you go. Um, but you're in the hallway talking with Tuvok and he's mm -hmm. explaining how you need logical de deconstruction and there's right. uh, Vulcan ways to deal with this. Mm -hmm. But I got to say, why is Tuvok yelling at you in the hallway? <laughs> you guys are walking down the hall and he's talking so loud and, and people are passing. I'm like, it seems like he could be a little more sensitive to the the conversation you're having in public here. Yeah, I, I'm going to say, because those lines, I'm guessing they were all looped, right? Those were all, we were all, Probably. you know, those were all voiceover lines. Typically our corridor walk and talks are voiceover lines. Yeah, so maybe Rick, Rick Berman did not like the sound of footsteps on carpet. He did. He thought it didn't sound like a spaceship. Yeah. So he, we took out all the dialogue that we recorded when we filmed, yeah. and we re-recorded it as looping lines or ADR lines. Yeah. Uh, it was very tedious to do. Yeah. So well, maybe just, that maybe you're right. Maybe yeah. that's why. And just like Harry was off his game in this episode, Tim Russ might have been off his game at looping, where he just gave this really extra uh volume uh yeah voiceover which they recorded and it didn't, didn't say anything didn't, it, right? didn't seem to match to me yeah it, it like was it a was little very, off yeah for sure for 
for sure. Um, but yes, he says, you know, um, you are experiencing the Shan Ha Lok. The Sha- I wrote down Shan Tal Lok. I didn't know what he said, <laughs> but I was like, love at first sight in Vulcan is Shan Tal Lok, I guess, or something whatever i wrote down <laughs> which reminds me of that comedian from the 90s dennis wolfberg when he talks about how you know he's he's jewish and he talks about uh when he was in the south someone's tried to say happy hanukkah to him but they said happy shaka khan instead <laughs> which is <sort> of, <laughs> which is kind of like what you kinda you close. got out of that yeah, yeah. <laughs> he he was experiencing the shan ha look the engulfment which i love that the, yes. the love at first sight that, that sort of puppy love thing yep uh, Yep. And that logical deconstruction, like you said, is is the cure followed by a regimen of meditative suppression. So mm-hmm. this is the Vulcan way to get rid of those feelings of love or emotion. And he'll continue as in the, in the next few scenes to tell you about all of these Vulcan names that he has for yeah. the different people, the way that Neelix interacts with yes. you. Oh, he yes. was, you know, putting down, he was diminishing things. And he there was, was the a Vulcan Sulak. where... The, the Sulak, Sulak yeah. is the word for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, we also talk about the uh, the arrival of Kess precipitated the Konar, the feeling of being completely exposed. So he's, yeah, he's explaining all this stuff. But before that explanation, which is later in the cor- corridor mm-hmm. and the turbo mm-hmm. lift, we do go into the resort hollow program, right? Mm-hmm. So we're actually in there for the first time. And it's Tuvok, it's Kim, it's Neelix, it's Kess and Morena. And my goodness, we see Cass in a bathing suit for the first time. I'm I like, know. What? Everybody. This whole episode has lots of different looks for everybody. Everybody. And on right. the holodeck, Neelix is there preparing for this big luau that everyone is supposed to attend. That's right. That night. That's um, right. And, and Morena's not around. She's out with Cass. Mm-hmm. We start the scene. Uh, she's been giving Cass hydro sail lessons, mm-hmm. which I guess is like, like windsurfing lessons or something i guess yeah. something like windsurfing maybe mm-hmm. or wind yeah something like that yeah um and morena comes up and uh and she asks tuvok if he wants hydrosail lessons and he says no right i prefer a discussion please yes um so uh so yeah they uh they have a discussion and he gets to meet morena for the first time we see harry and morena together and uh yeah. And you were you 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 mentioned earlier uh, when we were talking that you thought this this character was old like ten years older than you and yeah. a strange uh, love interest that you remembered uh, mm-hmm. you know to choose for Harry and and I agree you know at first yeah. when I saw her I'm like boy that's a strange that's love a strange interest choice. makes yeah. much more sense seeing where the story goes that yeah. Tuvok also falls for her so it needed right. to be an actress that was you know could appear on both sides of this mm-hmm. to 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 work for both characters and and also play later on you know as yeah. we reveal the alien side of things yeah um anyway so yeah he wants to talk a good line a great another great because we talk about how many great one-liners are in this episode another great line is when morena grabs harry's hand and puts it on her her uh, her pulled tendon or whatever it is and yes and her and, calf yeah yeah her calf and and harry's just it's like a knot. Just the way he said it was just uh, the way I said it. I acted. I like that that react that. Oh, nice. There were some funny moments in this good. episode. Yeah, funny moments from you. Funny from Tuvok. Funny mm-hmm. from Janeway. Funny mm-hmm. from Paris and yep. Bellana. Yeah, um, and there's a lot of setups here because here's the setup. Here is when Morena asks uh, Tuvok and Harry, "Are you guys friends?" 
right? Yeah. And then Harry says, yes. And Tuvok answers, no. Uh, right. Basically, uh, I respect him. I admire him, whatever. But we're, we're work. Uh, yes. He, he says something like, we have, I, I have fellowships. Yes. I have, I have fellowship with people. I have other kinds of connections, but not in the emotional dynamic that you're describing. Correct. I don't have friend, friendships. Yes. But, but foreshadowing here, because that, that whole, you know, yes, no thing comes up again and again. Yep. Right. Yeah. Um, then we head to the corridor turbo lift. Tuvok and Kim mm -hmm. are still talking. That's when we learn that Neelix is the Sulak in this story. Mm -hmm. uh, Kess is uh, causes the Konar to happen. And then um, Tuvok basically tells Harry, hey, this relationship will either end in conversion to a more balanced, stable relationship or it will end in tragic circumstances mm -hmm. and logic dictates a single course of action according to Tuvok. And that action is retreat. <laughs> Go leave. Bye. See ya. Mm -hmm. um, now we, we jump over to the bridge. Uh, we have located a plasma strand that is, that is seconds away from igniting. We're all very excited. Mm -hmm. A subatomic cascade reaction begins, but guess what? That plasma strand completely burns out without causing any chain reaction in the nebula. Chakotay's basically uh, intrigued. Everybody's intrigued. He says, if we investigate this, we may understand what to do, or we may understand uh, how to prevent a, process, a, yeah, a warp yeah, core breach from happening. A warp core breach or mm -hmm. plasma explosions, mm -hmm. plasma reactions, things like that. Janeway yes. actually, she says at one point in there, she says, after this strand sort of ignites and then burns itself out, she says, oh, that's interesting. It's almost like it's uh, the nebula is creating a fire break. Mm -hmm. And I loved that she put it in sort of relatable terms when she said yeah. it's something that paris does a lot you yeah. know that putting it in oh she said uh, it's yeah it's she like said a, like a fire a, a fire break in space or whatever right yeah so fire break kinda, in space exactly yeah. and i i love when our characters can do that sort of you know take yeah. these complicated you know sci-fi concepts and sort of put it into into a 20th layman's, century layman's, layman's terms, terms. Exactly. yes exactly so they're going to study this nebula. They're going to, so everybody's excited. This nebula seems awesome right now. Right. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> we'll see about that. Janeway's leaving the bridge and she just throws that comment she, that she's sure everyone will be attending. Neelix's everyone, door. right? And yeah, pushes wink, in into nudge, nudge, yes. And he does not look happy. And then it, no. and then it cuts around to like, to Chakotay sort of laughing and Paris, Paris laughing. laughing. It's, yes. it's very lighthearted and, you know, ha 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 Tuvok kind of a thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so now we leave the bridge and we see another corridor. There's a lot of corridor scenes in this. There, there are, are so many corridor scenes. This one was a really interesting choice by Bob Picardo because he chose to reveal um, Torres. Oh, we see Paris. We see Paris and it's, the camera is over Torres's shoulder, but she's completely out of focus. But because of what she's wearing, it looks like she's nude, right? You see just her shoulders. Oh yeah, she's got see, like a uh, spaghetti she, strap, you know, luau dress on. Right. But you only see her shoulder, bare shoulders. Right, because there's no focus on her. The, the focus is on you, on Paris, and you see the bare shoulders. And then all of a sudden, now there's the reveal on Torres that it's actually Torres there. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, Harry is not there. So guess what? Paris is the one. Well, Torres knows where he's at. Says She says he's not coming. So that shows, yep. once again, how close Harry and yeah. Bellana are. She knows everything about what's going on with, with, with Harry. You know? And she looks great. I, you know, we rarely see Bellana 
not in some you know uh, attire for work or something yeah. anything like that we've yeah. never seen her in anything like this yeah. she looks great in her luau mm -hmm. dress tom talks about he's replicated a 1960s you know authentic uh luau um, hawaiian shirt and gives all the details which i didn't write down but it was very specific yeah and uh and there's a nice scene between those two you start to feel like oh that's interesting they were yep. not that they were going on a date but uh it ended actually with uh um, Bolana saying something like, well, you seem pretty sure of yourself, Tom, or something like that. Mm -hmm. And he says, yes, I am. And yeah. they're sort of about little... coming to get me out of, uh, yeah, about out a... of the quarters is what you're Yeah. Thinking. Yeah. Tom, when you're not there, Tom says, I'm going to go get him. I'll yeah. talk him into it. I'll get yeah. him to the party. And yeah. she's like, oh, you seem very sure of yourself. Yeah. But there was sort I... of a flirtatious foreshadowing to me. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't see the flirt. I, I saw it as more innocent than a flirtation, uh, flirtatious foreshadow. I, I definitely mm -hmm. think that it it established that there is more camaraderie now, or at least more banter, yeah. interesting banter between yeah. Paris and Torres. But in terms of like love, you know, connection, I don't think that's yet. That hasn't happened yet, really. I don't remember even think she's... they're aware of it. I don't even think they're conscious of it. But I think the writers were starting to play with it a little and a see little bit. You know, how how we responded would we give it a little extra spin now and then right and i think in this episode just to jump ahead a little bit when paris and balana are in the, at the luau later that night mm -hmm. and uh what's his name vorik is there is it yeah. vorik it's vorik and she's really going to meet vorik you know what i'm saying because she said right. let's go pick up vorik and you're like well whoa, what about harry what about harry yeah. i thought it was kind of yeah all of us were going together that's it's true it was yeah, as a group, we were yeah. all going together. Yeah. But there's a moment later on when when Tom's sort of caught in the middle of Vork talking about this beautiful spot to go have a nice dinner meal just with her. And yeah, he feels a little awkward, like the third wheel there. And yeah. so I don't know. There's some interesting moments. I, I thought there was a yeah. lot of fun, fun little interesting moments. Anyway, so yes, Harry's not there to meet them. So Paris goes down to his quarters mm -hmm. and... Uh, <laughs> And Harry is meditating in the dark. <laughs> he is trying to deconstruct the emotional complex by meditation. Yes. yes. And, you know, what I took out of this scene was your one line, which Tom says, we've all fallen for a holiday character. It happens. It I'm happens. Like, at this point, I'm like, really? It I does know. happen to everybody else? I didn't know it happens to everybody else. Okay, well, yeah. thanks. I'm glad. So, Well, yeah. it's funny because you've got Tuvok on one hand going, this is horrible. You've got to retreat. You've got to do this very formal, you know, process, Vulcan process. And then you got Tom <laughs> on the other hand going, whatever, it happens. <laughs> Just stick with your routine, dude. He's like, He's like, it'll, yeah. it'll pass, you know, stop stressing over this. It's almost like if you were to add more lines, Tom would have been, would have said, yeah, we've all fallen for a holiday character. It happens. It's not the first time and it ain't the last Harry. <laughs> it's going right. to happen again to you. I mean, That's and it's, right. it's now uh, there's, there's a bit of normalcy to it really. Yeah. And the more I thought about this, I sat there and I thought, okay, is Harry just bizarre and crazy for falling for a holodeck character? And I started thinking, hmm, if this really was the 24th century and the holo program was that advanced where you could see, touch, feel, hear a holodeck yeah. character, you could really not blur the lines between reality. Oh, absolutely. And the holodeck, right? I think so, because you know I, the holodeck's always there. You yeah. can go back and continue this relationship. Yeah. It's not like... 
oh, this is a game that will end at some Correct. point. Yeah, this is a this is a never ending sort of, mm -hmm. you know, uh, story that you yeah. can participate in absolutely realistically. And yeah. but the the hard part is if you I would think if you develop a relationship in a, with a holodeck character, then you can't integrate that into your the rest of your life. No, I was about to say real life, but correct. The holodeck is very real. You yeah. know, it's it's yeah. uh, it's very real. So, yeah, anyway. Okay. Yeah, that's my takeaway too. We've all fallen for a holiday character, <laughs> Harry. It happens. Yep. See, uh -huh. awesome line number three so far. All right. Um, so now we're back in the resort holiday program, and and there's a doc moment. The doc a, moment. Yes. There's Bob Picardo, our director, with a moment in the show. That's it. That's it. I think that's his yeah. only moment. That is it. He's getting a lay. The flowers from the Polynesian lady on one side she kisses him on the cheek yeah and then he turns to the next girl he goes your turn <laughs> and she does she gives another look he's got a woman on both arms and yeah. then he kisses the next one on the mouth on the lips on and the i lips. went oh my gosh when i saw that i went whoa yeah what i i don't and he looked that. like curious about the kiss he would yeah. it was it was fun for the doc because you know here he is he's he, why not try out some of these experiences sure. he's never had sure um yeah so yeah he's got two dates gets a kiss yeah. on the mouth not a bad night for the doc <laughs> uh, and speaking of dates mm. Janeway and Chicote run into Tuvok and yeah. Janeway says you know Tuvok come on you didn't have to come here this was like you seem miserable you, you didn't have to come it was it wasn't an order it was just an invitation like mm -hmm. relax have some fun yeah but I got to say, Janeway and Chakotay looked like they were on a date. Yeah, they did. Janeway they takes did. Chakotay's arm at the end of the scene. Yeah. It's, you know, haven't we dealt with this, uh, you know, the Janeway-Chakotay romance? Didn't they put put a, yeah. you know, a nail in that coffin? And Janeway said, nope, we're not, we can't do that. Yes, and here they she did. is. Here she is taking his arm and out on, a, you know, it seems professionally inappropriate yeah but you know for all the fans that are people who want Janeway and Chakotay to be together this is the perfect moment for them they're just watching this going yes see yes. I knew it I was right I was right <laughs> they do belong together so yes we do see that we also see that Tuvok is now uh, his attention is drawn to um, a solitary Morena who's yes. by herself playing Kalto. So of course he's interested. He, he's, yeah. you know, what's going on. Very clever of Morena, by the way, because mm -hmm. that's what he's doing that's is being he isolated and, yeah. and playing yeah. Kalto. And hmm, yeah. she, she's like me, he mm -hmm. thinks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he goes she, over, sits with her. She mm -hmm. psychoanalyzes him. She yeah. takes she's him to good. the mat there. She's yeah. good. She she's is, like, oh, she's as trying. good as he is, basically. Yes. Psychoanalysis. Yeah. yeah? You're trying to set um, yourself apart. You're not. Yeah. You're not wearing the flowers, the the lay around your neck. Right. You're trying to isolate yourself. Mm -hmm. She completely psycho psychoanalyzes him. Yep. And then that very simple move of taking off her lay to show the solidarity yeah. with him. Like, look, I'm also an outsider, like you, yeah. a loner. You know. Um, and I also like the fact that we learn a little bit about Calto. Calto is not about striving for balance, but about finding the seeds of order even in the midst of profound chaos, in the words mm -hmm. of Tuvok. Um, mm -hmm. So now we know a little bit more about the Calto game. So mm -hmm. that's great. But, um, you know, at this point, uh, we have no clue that who she is, what she is. We just know that now she's interacting with Tuvok. You know, what yeah, happens? Very flirtatious. Very flirty. Yes. Mm -hmm. 
Yes. Um, okay. Yeah. We also uh, cut over to Balana and Tom. Yes. And Vorik there uh, surveilling the place. And yeah. uh, and then Vorik steals Balana away. Yeah. He's reserved a Lakeview table. Right. And I get dumped. Well, yeah, but yeah, hold on. But the funny thing is, when he says, I reserved a spot for us, remember with that conversation we had in your perfect view? Balana has no clue what Vorik is talking about. She's like, what? Uh, when did, oh, sure, okay. So I love that little scene because I was, the way it was staged, Paris was in the middle of these two. Right. And my head kept going. Back. Like a tennis match. And, yeah, like back <laughs> and forth. And my my face, I, I, I was really happy with Tom Paris generally in this episode. I, I mean, I didn't have a ton to do, but I was, you know, sprinkled throughout. And I love the scenes. They were fun. They were, yeah, you know, spicy. Agreed. They were, they were, you know, yeah. It was, it was a light touch. Yeah, you know, to play against the, uh, the down Harry and yeah. the, and the Vulcan who's you know isolating himself mm -hmm. and struggling mm -hmm. and. It was yeah, the tennis match moment with uh, <laughs> yeah. with Vork and Bolana was fun, and then they walk off, and I had sort of this like, what just happened? Um, there yeah. goes your future wife with the Vulcan. See ya. Okay, that's right. Um, so then uh, we flash forward to the resort program much later because now the only people left are Tuvok and Morena, yep. uh, and that's when she makes her move on Tuvok, who repels her advances. She doesn't. Uh, she doesn't make any progress. Well, you missed a moment where Harry comes in and talks to Paris for a moment, and Paris oh, I is did, like, "Yes." And Paris is like, "Yeah." So Balana just dumped me and Vorik, mm -hmm. so I get dumped, and then and then you come in, or you walk to me, I think, or I walk to yeah. you, but we, mm -hmm. we see each other, and I'm like, "Hey, let's go get some food or a drink or something," and you're like, "No, you see Morena and Tuvok." Mm -hmm. No. I've got to go take care of something, and yeah. and you you dump me too. I do. So you got double dumped. I got double dumped at the luau, dude. And the doctor got double kissed, and I got double dumped. It was not a good night for Barris. This is an episode of of people liking other people and not getting any response from it. So basically, <laughs> Vorik Vorik in love with Torres, but not really getting anything from Torres. No. Morena, no. or Harry in love with Morena and not really not getting good. anything from Morena. And Morena in love with Tuvok and not getting... So it's unrequited. Is it unrequited or unrequited? I don't know how you... Unrequited love. Unrequited but doctor, love. But the doctor got all the requiting. He Did got he, double well, he got as the director of the episode he's like no love for you Tuvok no love for you uh uh Morena no love for you Vorik and no love for you Harry Kim but for the doctor love he number is. one love number two that's right oh my goodness yes. yeah mm, the joy yeah. the uh, perks of being the director the perks <laughs> um yes so so Harry goes over and uh and is not happy no no, not at all. No, and not he and all. he leaves. He just kind of storms yeah. out, takes off the lay. You know, he's gone. Yeah, and Tuvok and Morena stay. They're the last ones at the party, mm -hmm. and they have this moment you were just talking about. And they have a moment where I thought they were going to kiss. Like I've never seen Tuvok so, so you know, infatuated yeah. as yeah. this episode. He really, really is affected by this, uh, attracted to this woman. He's the last one to leave the party because he walks out and he says, a "Computer." Uh, you know, shut yeah. down the holodeck. So he stayed till the end, long after everybody else, which is mm -hmm. funny because he didn't even want to go. 
in the yeah. beginning. Oh yeah, that's um, right. Yeah, I remember um, I had a similar parallel in my life. I remember um, going to some UPN party or some event and I mm -hmm. took somebody, I invited some woman to come with me, but by the end of the party, she was piggybacked on somebody else's back, kind of like joking around. Like I didn't even, I didn't leave with her. <laughs> Basically I right. brought her to the party, but yet she, you know, something happened. And the next thing you know, she was off with somebody else. So, right. you know, I, I, I had a parallel in my own life pretty much oh, of Morena. We've all had our Morena moments. We've all fallen in love with the holiday character, That's Harry. Funny. Okay. All right. Um, we go back to the bridge. Now we're figuring out the dampening field that we have noticed occurring yeah. in this nebula this evidently naturally occurring dampening field yes, and it's still so beautiful everybody thinks it's beautiful. gorgeous and it's, and it's stable it's long lasting this thing and mm -hmm. then and then uh uh we want to get a little closer to, to a part of it i can't remember janeway wants to go i think we're leaving out. now i think she says we're, we're done we've seen this enough we've we got to get away from them. yeah oh okay so she's like yeah. let's get out of here she yeah. turns to Maris, you know warp three or whatever she says right Harris can't get any propulsion. No propulsion. Nothing. No. Done. So she sends Harry down to engineering to help Bellana because she asked Bellana what's going on, right? Yep. So Harry goes down there, but he, again, he is so preoccupied. So yes. Bellana basically. Bellana and Vorek. Yeah. Big, they figure it out. Those two, those nutty See, that's, kids. That's not a good coupling. You know no. why, Robbie? Because like, you know how we do the hybrid name, right? So Bellana and Vorek becomes Borek. Which is close to boring, okay? Yeah, boring, boring. You don't want that. No. Okay. no. Or Verana, Verana. That doesn't sound right. No. Right. No. No. Okay. Um. All right. So yes, in engineering, they discover that the, there's a failure in the computer pathways, and they have all this tech talk, and then they, uh, and then Harry pipes in, and he's like, "Hey, I think there's a failure in the uh, computer yeah. pathways." Yeah, She's I like, so. "Yeah, I just that's said what that. I." Yeah. yeah. Uh, Harry, just go home. Yeah, so that's he, what he did. Cannot get her off his mind. He said, no. "I cannot stop thinking about her." Nope. Um, so no. he heads to his quarters. He's in the in the turbo lift, headed to his quarters. Tells the computer, "Take me up to wherever deck, mm -hmm. whatever." And he's like, "Computer, pause. Uh, no, take me to the holodeck." Changes his mind. Yeah. Heads down to the uh, to the resort. Yeah. Um, and the, the holodeck, well, let's just also say the holodeck program is running, which yeah, is a he tries to he tries right? to start it. He says, yes. computer, start the holodeck program. And the computer says, that program is already running. It's already running. What? Mm. What, Harry? Oh, yeah, he finds uh, Marina playing Calto. And I and like how I like how Bob shot that because you see Marie, Marina playing the Calto. You don't see Tuvok sitting there because of that high yeah. high back chair that he's or or that sofa thing that he's on, whatever he's sitting on. You don't see that yep. he's there. And the reveal when Harry comes over, then he sees Tuvok there, and mm -hmm. and then and that's the you know that's the uh, that's the moment where Harry loses it, you know, because he does. That's exactly what I wrote down. Harry loses it. He does. He's really hurt. Yeah. He's angry. He's yeah. he, he really lets loose on Tuvok. He does. And Tuvok feels very apologetic. Like I you it's, rarely see Tuvok. He got emotional. He got emotional. He yeah. got emotional. Like he got he got wrapped up in my emotion. So the He's like, I'm sorry. I'm really yeah, that's yeah. not what I was doing. And yeah. I and yeah. you know, I he sprung to his feet, right? Yeah, I mean, the minute I started walking, he chases me out of yeah, there. He chases very unvulcan like, you know, which then made, leads me to think that 
he does consider Harry his friend. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Oh, yeah. If you don't care about somebody, would you really chase after them and say, like, yeah. oh, wait, 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 wait? And he's yeah. and he kind of, you know, sidestepped his his typical Vulcan uh, uh, stoicness and mm -hmm. becomes so emotional in that yeah. little like, no, 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 you're not you're not reading this right. This is not what you think it is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And Harry just feels disrespect that, you know, the respect and the trust. Well, Tuvok even happen? he even uh, says, uh, you know, computer, delete Morena, delete this character. Get yes. rid of her. Yes. He doesn't say shut her he down. He doesn't say he shut says, her down. He said delete, delete her, her. Yeah. kill her. Right. He's yeah. literally in that moment. Like, yeah. Yeah. Get rid I'm, of this character for yeah, good. Right. So he's basically doing that thing like, look, you know, no woman's coming between our friendship. Yeah. We're we're the we're guys, we're buds, you know, mm -hmm. and I'm gonna show you, I'm gonna completely eliminate this character from existence, right? Yep. Gone. Um and Harry doesn't buy it. Harry's like, yeah. you know, yeah, that's that's great that you did that, but it doesn't help. It doesn't help the yep. situation. The damage has been done. That's right. Sorry, but you you have disappointed me. That's bye bye, right. Tuvok. So he leaves. We'll go back on the bridge now. Uh, still no propulsion. Mm -hmm. And I love the cuts, the, the close-ups between Tuvok and Harry giving each other the stink eye yeah. on the bridge. Oh, it was so funny. They both were like barely paying attention. And uh, finally, <laughs> Balana says something like, oh, I got the aft thrusters to respond. Yeah. It's going to be slow, yeah. but we can get away from here really slowly. Like, you know, it might take us till tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, the stink eye shots were fun. The stink eye shots, they were great. Um, we jumped from the bridge to Tuvok's quarters. Tuvok walks in, and lo and behold, Morena is there wearing the, the same color uniform as Tuvok and the mobile emitter from the doctor, yeah. right? Yeah, and she says she downloaded her program into, into sick the bay, sick right? bay and then took the doctor's uh hollow emitter, mobile emitter, yeah. and uh, and that's how she got there. Yep. And she's talking about, she says something like, uh, you know, you're, you're, you've opened up a whole new world to me, you, or you are a whole new world. And she's <laughs> caressing this tapestry on the wall. It's like, why is she caressing a tap? Like, go caress Tuvok. But like, I don't know. You've seen a tapestry before, probably. Maybe funny. not that tapestry. Maybe, Maybe that was not. a Vulcan tapestry. So she was very intrigued. Yes, yes, right? yeah. yeah. Tuvok, and she gets right up there again. You feel like he's, they're going to kiss. And her hand is up on his chest and he mm -hmm. pulls her hand away and hits his combat and calls a security team in. Intruder alert. Um, and, and, uh, and she freaks out. Like, why did you do this? She's very mm -hmm. hurt. Mm -hmm. Very, very hurt about it. And the security team walks in, phasers drawn. Mm -hmm. And just as they enter, bzz, she disappears. And the hollow emitter drops down. down. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. So now we jump to the conference room where mm -hmm. we are just trying to figure out who on earth is Morena or what is Morena. Um, we talk about the fact that in Next Generation, Picard deals with a holodeck yeah, he lost character control of his ship yeah. to a holodeck character took over the ship um, yeah and and chakotay puts it well he says she's a sentient computer program yeah that's what he call that's he what calls he thinks her. it is yeah a sentient computer program mm -hmm. and then harry says yeah we studied that uh, enterprise d case at the academy yeah um yeah so she basically is manipulating everything the entire ship computer from inside the holodeck that this right. sentient character 
is able to access the ship's computers mm -hmm. and control all of these things. Mm -hmm. so. And so Janeway's still kind of perplexed. She's like, so what's the purpose of what's, you know, how did this happen? Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. then that's when Tuvok sort of reveals um, his side of the story, which is, well, it all has to do with me and Morena's feelings towards me. And that's when Harry gives the best look of all, when he's just like, you put your head in my hand. You were like so defeated. And oh, God. It was oh, just like, it was great. It was like, great. Yeah, she's in love with you. Thanks a lot. I went to you yeah. for help. And now she falls in love with you, my it mentor. Was yeah, it, was, it was a good moment. I it agree. was a good moment. I, yeah. yeah. I, I, and Bob, Bob Picardo captured that moment brilliantly. So yes. that was good. <laughs> and Harry also says at the end of the scene, he says, you know, she appeared, she first appeared yeah. the day that we got to the nebula. nebula. Right. So this nebula has something to do with it. I love how I picked my background as a bit of a nebula. And I had no clue that there was a nebula involved in this episode. Before I know. Started, and I've sort so. of got a, and you got a that, bulbous yeah, little, little nebula light. Like thing, even though yeah. it's the caretaker. But it's it looks nebula-like, yes. Yeah. Um, so now we go back to Holodeck 1, where... It's Tuvok, Paris, and Torres, who have been sent there by Janeway to figure out what the heck's going on. Yes, and, phasers drawn, yeah, they enter drawn, the, and the it's, program. That's so quiet and creepy. And Torres discovers there's a subspace signal from com coming from somewhere off the ship, serving as an uplink. So this is what's going on. Someone's tapping into the ship from outside of Voyager. And that's when the Luau characters attack. And I don't know if it was and written the, in the script, but my God, they how were all scary was that? They yeah, were so the creepy. smiling. She's like, They're smiling as I, and walking as I strangle you. And yes. Yes. And you got your ass kicked basically by a. <laughs> I, I got knocked down by a fruit bowl. A guy. Yeah, the guy took a fruit, a bowl of fruit, and uh, yeah. you know, smacks you across the face, socked, right? Socked me in the, yeah. I thought in the chest, like knocked the wind out of me, or right? Because I and basically then, was down on the ground for most of this fight. And the hula lady just kicks you while you're down. She kind of like, you know, kicks. Yes, you. Yes, I get kicked by the girl. Yeah, you get kicked by girl, the but then, smiley girl, right? But then someone else, another girl, comes to you and tries to kick you, and you you grab her, you flip, flip her. her, yeah, yeah, so flip flip you, her by her foot. Yeah, you. And then you, I fired the control panel because yeah, you know, I got to do something heroic there. Did you feel the bad end. that you actually hit a girl or flipped a girl? Did that make you? It's funny when I saw that. I did remember some of this fight, and I do remember, like, yeah, yeah it felt it felt strange to be like because they're smiley and they're <laughs> you know they just look so friendly, and here I am like flipping. I'm sure it was a stunt woman that that uh, we flipped, but I do remember feeling right. a little like this is a weird fight. This yeah. is, it was not a it was not a normal mm -hmm. normal fight. Mm -hmm. uh, I, and I also think it's it's extra creepy because if you if you think about the collective consciousness of anybody who watches this show, most Americans have made a trip to Honolulu. They've experienced Hawaii. A lot of a lot of Americans have, and they know what the luau is like, and they know how how pleasant and kind and smiling and relaxed the Hawaiian people are, <laughs> how gracious they are. And that really feeds into this creepiness of this scene because never yeah. in your life would you expect a Hawaiian yeah. luau hula woman or, or fire dancer guy to go crazy and try yeah. to kill, kill you, right? So yep. yeah, uh, I definitely felt a little creeped out watching this whole thing. Um, yeah, so I, I fired the control panel to try to shut it down and then we retreat back to the bridge and uh, we re realized that, yeah, Morena m must be on a hidden ship or yeah. something. Yeah. Um, and she's using the holodeck controls to invade the ship's computers. Mm -hmm. And uh, she wants Tuvok on the holodeck alone. Yeah. 
Now, our inertial dampeners are offline when, mm -hmm. uh, when we're on the bridge. And another, I think, line number, amazing line number four comes in this scene on the bridge from Chicote, where there's a huge close-up on him. And he's like, she's been using the Morena character like a puppet, is what he says, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I love that sign. I love that line. I love that line. I love that line. Yeah. Okay. So then, uh, yes, uh, come to the holodeck alone or I will destroy your ship. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. dun, dun, dun. Yes. And then he gets Tuvok, uh, you know, very cautiously comes onto the holodeck and they're all alone. And basically, she's like, this is our world. Like, you know, I yeah. want you and I need you. And it's you and me here on this holodeck. Like, this will be our world. Like, mm -hmm. That's how it's going to be. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and uh, Tuvok's trying to, you know, reason with her and they go back and forth. But then eventually we realize Balana finds the source of this uplink. Mm -hmm. So we know where whoever is off on some hidden ship or something who's been creating all of this problem. Uh, Balana finds the source of that uplink mm -hmm. and uh, we transport Tuvok to the source of it. We, okay. So he appears in this hallway, this mysterious yeah. hallway yeah. on some ship. Clearly, it's some kind of tech ship, you know, it's a, or a station or something. Yes. Uh, Let me just rewind it back in the resort program before we yeah. get to Marina Station. Another great line when Tuvok says, any attempt to generate intimacy between us will not be successful. And I just kept thinking, what if people were to use Vulcan-like lines in real life? where, you know, if someone was at a bar and someone was trying right. to make it an advance, an unwanted advance, and the person said, I'm sorry, but any attempt to generate intimacy between us will not be successful. I mean, if, <laughs> if to use these Vulcan-like ways of saying it's things amazing. It's in amazing. real world would be funnier than yeah. heck. Like, it, yeah. that would be a great candid camera, sort of a, a hidden camera thing where you had an actor at a, you know, a social situation where everything he, that came out of his mouth was spoken like a Vulcan. Mm -hmm. And they had no clue what the heck this guy was doing. It would be really, um, I think it would be a funny scene, so... <laughs> Um, all right, so let's jump back to the uh, the station, Morena Station inside yep. the nebula. They're um, on the they're on the station, and hmm. he uh, he's kind of creeping down, and no one's around on the station. No. It feels like an empty ghost ship. Yeah, and then he comes into sort of this control area and sees from behind a lone figure sitting in front of the controls of the yeah. station, and uh, just then the nebula outside explodes again. And on the bridge, they say the shields are gone. Shields are down. Yeah. Uh, not down. They're gone. They have yeah, no nothing. more shields. Yeah. If there is another explosion, Voyager will be toast. It's toast, exactly. And, uh, but I also find it so interesting that the whole purpose of why she's there is to maintain that nebula so it doesn't explode in order to keep, keep it intact so the people from her pl home planet can look at this and come, say, it's like look a how park. beautiful it is. Yeah, she's it's, like it's, a park ranger. That's what yes. I said. She's basically like a park ranger who's stuck in this, in yes. this like, you know, lookout. Yeah. And she's lonely. She's very deeply lonely. And mm -hmm. she looked the makeup when we see her finally, mm -hmm. when Tuvok walks around and we see the look of this woman, she looks lonely. It was a great makeup. I thought by Mike it, Westmore. It, yeah, it looked very sad. It kind of looked lizard-like. I also noticed. Did you see her fingers? She had prosthetics on her fingers, so mm. they were longer. Which we've talked about in the past. Sometimes they never do. You know, they might put some makeup on the fingers, but they don't do prosthetic hands Correct. very often. But they did this, for her. They mm -hmm. did for her. She had like these ten-inch fingers. Yeah, or something. And you know, my recollection was that 
um, when we did reveal her, that she was in, uh, I remember her being much like, if you look at her color scheme of the makeup, it's yeah. light, it's light in the teeth. Very zone. white, it's yeah. It's white here. But uh, my memory was she was almost entirely very dark complected. You know, I didn't remember mm. any lightness. Now, when I look at her makeup, her makeup now, now that I see it, you know, 25 years later, I look at the makeup and I think, huh, kind of looks like the face of a Herojin, which we haven't seen. Yeah. They haven't been introduced yet, but it looks like a Herojin oh, yeah. warrior face. But then yep, the rest of yep. it with all the hair kind of looks like, I don't know if you remember Battlefield Earth. Um, oh, yeah. That movie with John Travolta. Uh -huh. It looks like John Travolta. Like the dreadlock yeah, His dreadlock hair going yeah. on mixed with a Herojin from Voyager. So yeah. that's what I saw. Um, and she's, you know, her whole thing is, I want you. And I want you. And I want you. I want you yesterday. I want you today. I want you to tomorrow. I want you she to stay says with you're me. Yeah, she says you're like nothing I've ever encountered ever. before. Mm. I can't live without you. Yeah, yeah. And and she also says you have to want to be with me. Like yeah. that's part of part of what she you know what she what she needs is right. is yeah. to be wanted and and cared about. Yeah. And he says to her, you know, if you really understood what I am, meaning a Vulcan, mm -hmm. then you'll you would know I can that can never happen. Correct. I can Correct. never want to be with you. I can right. never feel what you want me to feel but she doesn't care was very interesting. it's very interesting but she doesn't care marina doesn't care not until he says if you truly care for me you would not pursue this course of action yeah that is the moment when she sits there and thinks he's right i do care about him i do love tuvok if yeah. I truly love him, why would I cause this havoc and, and craziness and up, yeah. up, up, you know, upheaval in his life just because of my love for him? I, I, if yeah. I really love him, I, I'm going to let him go. And so she yeah. does do that. And that's, yeah. you know, thank goodness for all of us. Um, and I think that when we come back to the bridge, the only person who really played that moment um, was invested in that moment was Torres. Torres is the only one that yeah. she's like, because oh, yeah. she's you know, breathing that sigh of relief because we had no shields. We were one step away from annihilation, right? Yep. But yep. I felt that, you know, the way I played, everyone else's reaction was very kind of flippant and, or almost like, oh, <laughs> we're alive. You know, it, was, it wasn't, um, there wasn't that gravitas there. And I felt yeah. like um, you could track it uh, with Torres's reaction. But yeah. I wish I had reacted a little bit differently. So that's kind mm, of a, a bit of a do-over for me. Yeah, mm. for sure. Um, yeah, so Tuvok goes back to, you know, um, he, he uh, convinces her to let the ship go, and uh, he goes back to his routine, playing Calto, and we're back on the holodeck, mm. and we see Tuvok inviting Harry to learn Calto, and, and he apologizes, he says, I fail to respect the complexity of your emotions. Right. You they sit down to, to play Calto, and then, and then a cute holodeck girl comes over as they, the two of them sit there, the two two friends sit down. Yeah. She says, hi, may I join you? And they both in unison go, no. Oh, right. <laughs> it shows everything is copacetic. It's all good. We're now both saying the same word at the same time. Because yes. earlier it was me saying yes, Tuvok saying no. Then yeah. you guys coming to the luau, Garrett saying, sorry, Harry saying yes, Tuvok saying no. And yep. now it's Tuvok and Harry in unison saying no together. So all there is good go. on Voyager. There you go. What um, is uh, what is your theme for this episode? Wow. I'll tell you my theme. You go first. The theme, uh, the lesson, the thing to remember, the takeaway for this episode for me is loneliness 
can be very dangerous. Mm. Um, that the loneliness that she felt, you know, um, you know, moved her to do very bad things. She yeah. said it. She said to Tuvok, "It's not the first time." Oh yeah. She is so lonely yeah. that she's you know breaking into people's computers and mm-hmm. and uh, you know. Um, doing things that are not kind, that are not, um, you know, that don't have integrity. That yeah. loneliness can just be very dangerous. Loneliness, uh, you know, for for uh, even for Harry or Tuvok, there, yeah. you know, the lack of sort of feeling uh, the support and, and and connection of friendship or yeah. of romance in their lives or whatever. So, to me, that that's my takeaway is like be cautious, you know. If you see signs, if I see signs of loneliness, that I should be cautious because, you know, I don't want to get too far down that hole because, you know, bad things can happen, I guess. That's my, my theme. Yeah. I I also think that, that the other theme is just really to have open communication with, with your friends Mm -hmm. (laughs) to be able to explain, like Tuvok should have come up and said, Hey, by the way, I'm playing Calto with Morena, you know, if he'd come, if he'd kind of come clean instead of, because it did seem a little underhanded, you know what I'm saying? So, and, and of course, from his standpoint, he's not trying to get with Morena. He's just, he's just intrigued and he has somebody to, to sort of, um, um, sort of match his wits in a way, you know? So that's it. It's interesting because he talks when he convinced her to free the ship and, you know, Mm -hmm. not, not, do bad things yeah he talks about you know i have a wife and a family you know back on vulcan i i have a mission to complete i have family and so on one level i was like oh it's interesting i wonder if because we saw um tuvok playing kalto alone in his quarters Mm -hmm. on some level he exposed himself to loneliness that he wasn't playing kalto with you with harry he wasn't hanging out you know, he had sort of isolated himself, just yes. like she said in that scene. Mm-hmm. Tuvok had put himself, whether or not the Vulcans can feel loneliness. Yeah. It was a similar state of being where he was isolated and disconnected from people. Oh, yeah. And he exposed himself to, you know, to falling for her in a yeah. way too. So really, this is kind of character development for Tuvok because now he's kind of yeah. realizing, hey, I need some interaction. I should include people in my yeah. activities. Yes. And so he brings Harry into it, right? Yeah. So it's a little, yeah. it's a nice piece of uh, of uh, character development for Tuvok, really. Um, well, that yeah. was a fun episode. I really, I actually really enjoyed that episode. Really? I really did. I thought Bob okay. did a great job. I thought uh, the performances were good. It was spread out and included all of our cast Yeah. for the most part. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, cast and the doctor probably had the least to do. We didn't see much of them, but but for the most part, everybody was involved in this. I thought, yeah, yeah. in a nice way, and yeah. So, what's your rating? Episode. What's your rating on this? I would give this an eight out of ten. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. yeah. All right. Um, I'm gonna go a little lower. I'm gonna go. I'm probably gonna go around seven, maybe. Okay. Yeah, just a little bit. But uh, yeah, it, overall, everyone got to do something in this episode. Yeah. You know, they utilized yeah. everybody, which is what we'd like to see. We like to see utilization of all the series regulars um, in each episode, if possible. They all have something to contribute. I think yes. all these characters bring a different flavor and a different point of view that's great to see in every episode. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Excellent. Awesome. Okay. Well, that was fun. What's yeah. next week? Next week, guys, uh, join us as Robbie and I will be reviewing the episode Coda. 
Have a great week, guys. Thanks, guys.